step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Alex Garrett Nightly on Can You Dig Sports? This is your nightly roundup of sports, stories of adaptability, and stories that should be trending but quite frankly aren't. Here's your host, Alex Garrett. And yeah, here we are. You know, it's interesting to be back on the own platform, Alex Garrett Podcasting, because obviously... I'm used to kind of giving you what went down on Kenny Diggs Sports uh, from 10 to 11. But right now, that's under construction. And so I'm back on my own page. And uh, it's interesting. I haven't been live on my own page in a while. I haven't been live in a while, period. But I'm like, why not? I love the 10 to 11 slot. I love being able to prepare prepare for something. Uh, So... I figured, why not just jump on with you here? Because obviously there are s- some news that I'd like to get to. Um, because, quite frankly, there are two big stories surrounding today uh, that are on my mind. And one's a sports story and one is political slash familial slash nepotismal. <laughs> I think that's a made-up word. But anyway, here on Alex Garrett Knightley, I'm, I'm just... I'm fired up, and I wanted to come to you, even if Kennedy Sports is not uh, right now a veil, we're still here. We're still doing podcasting. We're still doing online stuff. We're, we're going to be around, and that's my first message tonight. Uh, but my other message is, thank God for Tish James bringing down both Cuomo's. Remember, Governor Cuomo was brought down because of her damning reports on not only the sexual assault, but the nursing homes. And he, he had to resign in August. 
That was the doing of Tish James. Fast forward a few months. His brother, Chris, is now out indefinitely at CNN. Another win for Letitia James. And my question to the Attorney General is, are you doing this out of true justice? Because him resigning is only justice to the women that he assaulted. Him resigning, him being Governor Cuomo, a former Governor Cuomo, uh, resigning was also justice, and it wasn't really painted to this, but to me it was, for the nursing home deaths. But it's amazing it was a sexual assault that took him out, not the putting COVID patients back in the co, you know, the wings of the nursing homes. How is that not a fireable, jailable offense? Ethically wrong that he made $5 million on a memoir about leadership as that memoir was unraveling day by day? That wasn't enough to put him away? It was a sexual assault? I, if they just held him accountable for the nursing homes too, that's all I was praying for, I was begging for. For the, that, that would be the true justice for the families of those lost in COVID um, this past year and a half. Now his brother, CNN, also it took this report by Tish James and the Attorney General to knock him out. But if I run a network, see, if I run a network and I see that someone is dealing with a personal issue uh, while on salary, it looks bad. I mean, he would have Governor Cuomo on his brother during the good times when COVID was being beaten and they'd have fun. I shouldn't say good times because there were no good times. Except for Chris and Andrew. They had some great times. And they they just piling it up with Q-tips that were extra large. I didn't understand all that act. I really didn't. But that wasn't enough when they found out that he was even helping his brother while still on salary, while still on staff, to make it look like a conflict of interest in the beginning. No, it took another report. So why it took so long, I don't know. But if you turn on the TV tonight at 9 o'clock, you did not see Chris Cuomo as he's been suspended indefinitely. And I got a meme up, Alex G, NYC1, Alex G, NYC1, if you want to check it out. Uh, I mean, look, the, uh, the karma came back to the Cuomo brothers. In a big way. And it was at the strike of a pen, stroke of a pen by Letitia James to do it. And so I'm, I guess, proud of CNN. I wish they acted earlier. But they stood up to Cuomo finally. And and, and now maybe, just maybe, we can be done with the Cuomos. It's been four. <laughs> A long three terms. Even though he didn't even serve out the rest of this one. Been a long, many years. And it's time for some fresh blood. And I'm curious to see if uh, if Tish James does run. I think she's going to run for governor. And in the Democratic primary. Against Hochul. Who, by the way, is starting to think, starting to say that a... Lockdown could be imminent. I'm going to talk with Jeffrey Kressler of John Jay College tomorrow about why on earth are non-essential procedures again going to be limited when people with health care issues should be dealt with COVID or not. What is the mindset behind this? What was the mindset last time? I want to get back into the mindset of Jeffrey Kressler who was saved by EMS and he wrote about it in an article called New York City Saved My Life and that's where I first Want to get a hold of him? I did, and this will be our third time talking, and we'll have a good conversation, I'm sure. And I'm praying that's tomorrow. So tune in for that one. Tune in for that one. Again, I'm going to mention it. If you uh, have been following this journey on Kenya Digging Sports, we're not live right now on there, but we will be soon enough. Just follow us on Instagram, Can You Dig Sports, and for all the latest information. That's all I'm going to say on that. Follow us there as we are currently under construction. That's how I'm seeing it right now. So no live stuff uh, there, but happily to be on it here and to jump on fairly easy. It's literally from my phone 
here we are talking to each other. Uh, and my chat box is open if you want to join the chat. Just say what's up. You know, I've tried Zoom calls and I've gotten spammed for a while. So I'm stopping Zoom phone calls and you got to just type chat or, you know, just stay connected through the chat button here, I guess is my, my point. Now, also tonight, before I get to the fact that the Notre Dame Fighting Irish lost their, I would not say Newt Rockney, but lost a very fiery, competitive, winning coach in Brian Kelly. The way he did it was not Newt Rockney-like. There was no win-one for the Gipper speech under this this uh, coach, even though he cleaned up Charlie Weiss's mess. Today was not Newt Rockney material, if you ask me. I'll get to that in a second. But did you hear the ending to tonight's Nets-Knicks game? It was really hyped up a game, actually. That was Kevin Harlan on TNT. I got that literally off the TV as we were getting ready to go on the air. But Brooklyn holds on against the Knicks, and uh, it's very, very interesting that this team is still going um, strong, the Nets, I mean, and it's interesting that the Knicks are going strong. It's a little confusing right now because they've got Kemba Walker out of rotation. I thought he was doing well for the team. Um, Fournier is just on another level, I swear to God. He's got to be on the on the uh, all-star team because he's just been firing it up for the Knicks every night. And the Nets, the Nets keep winning without Kyrie. And that to me says a lot that he's been, they've been winning without him. They're 15 and 6 without Kyrie Irving. I'm not saying with him, they'd be, I'm not saying without him they're good. I'm not saying they don't need him. They definitely do. But they're holding their own. At 15 and 6, there's no doubt. This team is holding their own with maybe a more healthy Harden and without Joe Harris and with a KD that, you know, you never know. He's staying healthy right now, but that could always change because of his height mainly. But yeah, at the Barclays Center tonight, a much-anticipated advertised game was as advertised, if you will, but the Knicks lost. And it's just on and off. They're 11-10. and 10. 11 and 10. And uh, it's a tough position to be in right now as we hit December. I can't believe tomorrow is December, by the way. You're listening to Alex Garrett Knightley. I hope you're doing well. I hope that your Thanksgiving was great. I hope that this holiday season treats you really well. And uh, and I feel that we're all on this journey together, one minute at a time, and uh, I'm so glad to to have you part of this journey, even on my Instagram, where the stories are piling up, literally, and I'm excited to share those stories with you uh, as we go along, because there's some interesting stuff I feel we've been talking about here, but you don't want to miss, you just don't want to miss when Kenny Dig Sports comes back, I don't want to miss when it comes back, because I'm curious to know how we roll it out, how that goes. But for now on this page, Alex Garrett Podcasting, I got to say, the support I have been getting on this platform with the different shows is tremendous, and the impressions are through the roof, and that's thanks to you, the listener. So thank you for clicking that link every story. It might get a bit overwhelming, but you know, it's just stuff I'm proud to talk about and proud to show. And so I'll keep doing the Instagram stories and I hope you just keep on listening and uh, joining me on the journey. If you do have anything you want me to talk about, alex at alexgnyc.com. That's alex at alexgnyc.com um, is where you can find me there. Now, tomorrow, tomorrow could be quite unbelievable. Quite unbelievable. You know why? Because there could be an MLB lockout. And imagine if there is a lockout that lasts a few months. 
That sets back everybody from spring training, does it not? I feel it does. So imagine you set back a Max Scherzer who just signed with the Mets. Imagine the Mets have this unbelievable offseason. Did they just say they spent a half billion dollars? On a combined Scherzer, Marte, Kana, um, Kana from the A's, Scherzer, of course, from the Dodgers, Marte, I think, also from the A's. And look at what they're putting together. They let Javi Baez go. He goes to Detroit today. And, of course, the big factor is that while even Robbie Ray gets signed in the Mariners, where are the Yankees right now? Hello? Anybody home? I got to ask a question. Anybody home? Anybody home if you're the Yankees right now? Can do it again. Hello? I, I don't hear anybody answering back, so I guess no one's home. And it's a shame. It's a shame because this team used to be the big spenders. They used to be the big kahuna. They used to be the big guys. And now the Mets are the big guys. And that's just uh, really, really... It's disappointing. It's extremely disappointing. And I guess I got some friends listening from Kenny Dick Sports. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, If you want to sign in to uh, chat, that'd be great. Love to have you have some comments on this page. And the one other thing before I get to Brian Kelly, um, that, that's been on my mind today as I try and think about it, you know. Uh, the, the Cuomo ousting took everything out of my mind and made it that focus along with Brian Kelly. Then I saw the Knicks lose to the Nets. Uh, it, it's all a mess. But I, I enjoy this platform, Alex Garrett Nightly at night, because I'm able to just spread my le- spread my wings and talk about, stretch my leg out and spread my wings and talk about anything that's really been on my mind. Oh, this was the other thing today. So everybody made a big deal about Kyle Rittenhouse. And yes, he should have gotten some jail time. Not life, but some jail time for breaking laws. I broke it down for you before. Meanwhile, this Waukesha suspect rams through a whole parade and I don't see anybody on my newsfeed saying, hey, uh, this guy should be in trouble. Not that... It just didn't feel advocated. But the Rittenhouse stuff, they made memes about him crying. They made... There was nothing about this shooter. um, This... Not shooter. uh, This killer driver. Let's just call it it. It was a killer. He mowed down people. That wasn't an incident. It was intentional. He. It was intentional. Can we just say that? But where was the news feed about this? Also, where's the news feed about how Ghislaine Maxwell is testifying right now against Jeffrey Epstein and name dropping like there's no tomorrow? Well, I guess pilots are. That's what happened today. But where's the conversation about that? You're telling me a 17-year-old kid is making more headlines than the fact that Ghislaine Maxwell helped run a ring, a trafficking ring, with Jeffrey Epstein. I don't excuse Trump for being down there, or at least being on the plane. I don't excuse Bill Clinton for being on the plane. But I don't excuse Rittenhouse either. But the way society is today is everybody on the left side of things excuses these behaviors like guys like Clinton because they're silent about it. Staying silent about it means you are excusing it. 100%. I'm not. I don't excuse what Kyle Rittenhouse did. I don't excuse what Bill Clinton did. And I met the guy. I met both Trump and Clinton, okay? I don't excuse what either of them did. By just even palling around with Jeffrey Epstein. That's a horrible look. It's a terrible look. 
But that trial is only going to be featured in the New York Post. I haven't seen one Daily News. And I get the uh, different pop-ups. And I haven't seen anyone in the Daily News about it. And they're the more liberal side of things. But no. No, no, no. Let's focus on Rittenhouse. Let's focus on... And I'm not saying you can't focus on January 6th. But the whole idea is let's focus on those things and not what the conservatives believe is wrong. We all denounce January 6th, do we not? We all denounce that storming of the Capitol, do we not? Yet, I'm looking for people to denounce, uh, I'm looking for people to denounce, to disavow their support for people that run over, uh, you know, Participants of a parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin. An hour away from Kenosha, by the way. Just a thought. And it was the same weekend of the Rittenhouse verdict. You tell me how that's not connected. You tell me how that's not connected, okay? You say, well, Rittenhouse went out of state line, out of his way, yeah, 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 45 miles. This was an hour away. That's not a connection? No, I, 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 I believe there was. And I'm not wearing my tinfoil hat right now. It just in my heart hearts. Oh, also, one other thing. Celio, this is what happens. You get me on a run, I just keep going. Jaleel, I'm re- referring to. Kenny Dig Sports is one of the main leaders there. Um, listening in. The other thing is, I mentioned on the podcast, pre-Kenny Dig Sports, so you gotta go back to the archives, about a pill that's going to be authorized or that was bought by the United States government to dole out, the FDA approved the Merck pill to help solve COVID. Let me say that again. There is a pill to help solve COVID. Why do I feel like I'm in the matrix? Why does it feel like a red pill versus the blue pill situation? Where's Keanu Reeves when you need him? Uh, Zagger and Evans... My favorite song, one of my favorite songs is the year 2525. We're there, guys. <laughs> if they're, they're talking about things that are in the pill you took today, who knows what's going to be in this pill? And if you can't get people to be vaccinated, you think people are going to take a pill? Are you kidding me, government? Are you kidding me? <laughs> makes you pull your hair out, doesn't it? And it makes me pull mine out because, quite frankly, if you can't get people to vaccinate, all the way. As I've said before, they've been missing some second appointments because the first one was just too rough to get over. I would say if you had no issues with the first, do get your second and F it, get your booster. Um, I'll just keep saying that, but it shouldn't be mandated you do that. Because as, as Dr. Fauci said, <laughs> we could just be ending up living with this virus among us. Like we've lived for thousands of years with this, with these diseases around us and vaccinations for them. But no, they're saying we're going to live with it in order to keep us locked in. That is another fear I have. And that's not the right approach. But yeah, apparently Merck has a pill that's authorized. And this, what was the stat that was really burning me up about? It? Because there was a stat that I had posted about that really burned me up. That there, you, you may not be able to have sex a few days after taking this pill. Um, there's no guarantee. Well, if there's no guarantee, why are we being, not forced, but now why is it being authorized to take if it's not fully perfected yet? Answer me that. Yeah, everything's going to have side effects. There is no doubt about that. But you're already telling people who don't want to be vaccinated, well, we don't know how good this pill is going to be. It could be good. It could have some risks. You think that's going to make them want to, uh, <laughs> want to go further with taking this pill? I don't think so. Hey, you know, I'm going to turn over to Joan Baez for a little bit. I know that Joan Baez is a little old school, but it reminds me of the story of Brian Kelly tonight. Because if you know anything about this song, it starts off a little slow, but it, it hits home when you think about the fact that 
the Irish are coach are head coachless right now. Take it away, Joan Baez. There's a lot of truth in that too, isn't there? Do you know the song though? Five hundred miles. If you miss the train I'm on, you'll know that I'm gone. Sounds very nice if you'd sing it with me. If you miss the train I'm on, you will know that I am gone. You can hear the whistle blow a hundred miles, a hundred miles, a hundred miles, a hundred miles, a hundred miles. You can hear. All right, I quite frankly have no time to calculate how many miles South Bend is from Baton Rouge, but I will tell you this. As a Notre Dame Irish fan, and don't get me wrong, I'm about as hyped up about the Irish's chances for a CFP spot as I am for the fact that Michigan's in the CFP rankings. Uh, I'll get to Harbaugh in a second. But, no, Brian Kelly, ripping the heart out of the Irish fan base the Irish players, Newt Rockney said, win one for the Gipper. George Gipp, who was not well, couldn't play. Newt Rockney. Now, I understand Brian Kelly is the winningest coach in fighting Irish history. Does that make him Newt Rockney? No, it does not. Because what Newt Rockney would have done is not this. He wouldn't have to his players... Send a message to Notre Dame and Teamworks on Monday night apologizing for the way the news of his leaving broke and that he wasn't able to tell the team himself. But this is what gets me the most. The meeting between his players, which he's coached all season long, and he's made a team with and they've been winning with. And by the way, he's been there since 2010. But the players he recruited, the players he has developed. I think of the Wisconsin transfer, the quarterback there. I think of a guy like Ian Book, which was under Brian Kelly's wing for many years. Uh, Was it Brandon Wimbush, I think, the other quarterback? I mean, I think of these guys. Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator. I think about him. Tommy Reese, the quarterback's coach, rather. I think about him. Because he was under the Kelly uh, playbook. So with all this history, and getting them to CFP a couple times, with all being the winningest coach, You'd think he'd have a heartfelt goodbye to his program, Notre Dame. But no. He lost Newt Rockney's status to me when I read that he spent less than two minutes with the players saying goodbye at 7 a.m. today. Taking no questions from the players. How cold is that? It's ice cold, okay? That's the only way I could describe it. He'll be introduced tomorrow <laughs> in a 1 p.m. press conference. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a 10-year deal worth $9.5 million annually. Now, I was under the suspicion that Brian Kelly also had a contract with Notre Dame. 
that they signed him to a long deal. And I, I could be wrong. But he um and then the post is saying eleven minutes. It this is tough to fathom. But I, I really thought they inked him to a new deal a few years just a few years ago. I thought they did. Ten years worth ten year deal with the Irish. To renew him. And now now he's he's out. And it should burn your soul up if you're an Irish fan. The way this has happened. First of all, because the Fighting Irish are a prestigious program. They are. A hundred percent. And so why he did them like this, I don't know. I have, I have no idea. Except money talks. Money definitely talks. And unfortunately, I guess the Irish didn't have enough money. And the tradition of the Irish wasn't good enough for, I would say, a greedy Brian Kelly. He was about to be in the college football playoffs again. But he got he wanted this money. I believe that was the bottom of this. I don't think there's any other way to describe it. And now the Irish don't even have an interim head coach. Oh. We are the fighting Irish, okay? And I'd say we are not even part of Notre Dame's family, so to speak. But they are the fighting Irish. And they will fight through this. Touchdown Jesus is in the end zone for a reason. He looks after everything not just on that campus, but everywhere. He walks alongside you, too. I believe that he does. Every step you take, he is with you. Not just in the end zone, back of the end zone, on Notre Dame, he's everywhere. We just have to believe in that and have faith in that. And that's what will get us through. As a nation, a world... And as sports fans, how many guys go up to the plate after a home run and kiss the sky because, well, maybe they lost someone or they're thanking God for the ability to hit that home run. The God-given ability to do that. The God-given ability to coach and do X's and O's. The God-given ability to run a football, to play the game. That is God-given strength. You know, God made me with one leg. I really believe that. And I'm honestly going to say that. And if I had two, I don't know. But I know I've always wanted to play. I've always wanted to play sports. I love playing intramural. I love uh, playing baseball when I can. I mean, I love being an athlete, a runner. But knowing I can't do that full time, my, my mom especially... So why not just get into podcasting or get into media? When I was five years old, she said that. And here we are, 25 plus years later. And yeah, the fact that I had tubes out of my mouth as a NICU baby fires me up as it is. But God, I believe, (laughs) has given me a chance to do something way different than anybody else and experience is way different than anybody else for a reason. And you know, I I look down as I roll a blade a lot, and I say, boy, God made me this way for sure. And I smile, and I feel better. I feel excited to be unique. I feel like I'm just me. 
And I guess he gave me the ability to do this. I feel like it took training, but he opened doors, he opened paths, he made connections in his own way. That's how I got linked up with Kenny Dig Sports. I believe that was a divine in a divine connection there. As we grow as a family, as a team, to our next chapter, wherever that might be. But as of now, I I like this 10, 10 to 11. It's a little bit after 11 now, but I like this. And I would love to stay on in this slot and be with you, the listener, every night, 10 to 11. Because it just feel like a good hour to just, as I say, stretch my legs out, let my hair down, talk about stuff that really means something to me because I think it would mean something to you. You may not care that the Irish lost their quarter, their coach, but it's a big story. Lincoln Riley going to USC, that's also pretty big. And so loyalty in sports fades every damn day, does it not? And if you didn't think there was no loyalty to a team... See, New Yorkers are spoiled with Derek Jeter. He was not going to leave that team for a bigger contract elsewhere. I may have said he would have, but he he was never going to. Because he was loyal to the Yankees. He was loyal to the Yankees. But, but, What he also was, I mean, he was a hard worker. And he cemented himself as a a Yankee legend. And isn't it funny that the boy from Kalamazoo getting elected to the Hall of Fame this year and inducted this year is the year Harbaugh and Michigan defeat Ohio State in the big house. Coincidence? I don't think so. Because that boy from Kalamazoo jump-started a lot of stuff. And... I know Ann Arbor was waiting for that moment on Saturday. And I do believe that connection's real between Derek Jeter's induction and Michigan winning. Harbaugh getting a five-year deal also. But I've got to say, I am, uh, I'm pumped. Because this show's no, not going anywhere. This show is staying right here. 10 to 11. When we get on a stricter schedule, it'll be, it'll be that. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to share that with you. And I hope you can uh, continue to join us here. I'm just looking for a friend of mine. It's also on Kenny Dig Sports. She wanted to share some stuff with you. I'd love to share it with you here. Uh, so just bear with me a moment. On Kenny Dig Sports, on Alex Garrett Knightley, on Spreaker. Sorry, it's just a habit at this point. And some habits never die, actually. Right? Anyway, but yes, Brian Kelly's out. Greed is the name of the game. We used to talk about the fun of the game. I think it's the money of the game now. And that should be frightening. And we've seen it for a long time. But this is the coldest way you could ever leave a team, in my view. A team that you've had in the palm of your hands since 2010. A team of tradition and you spit on that. You spit on that by only talking to your players that you've recruited, that you've grown with, that you've grown the team with. For what two to eleven minutes? All that season's work for two to eleven minutes and no questions asked? Come on, Coach Kelly, you're better than that. Which leads me to believe something must have happened in Notre Dame for him to want to leave. If the AD is saying he's not surprised that Kelly left, then something's up. And I'd really like to know what that something is. And I hope we can get a a hand on it because if we don't, (laughs) 
We'll, we'll never know. As a college football fan, as a Notre Dame fan, we'll never know. And I, I'd like to know. I don't know about you, but I certainly would like to know. Wouldn't you? By the way, I'm going to take a little bit of a music break here in a second and get back with a little more of my thoughts. But yeah. Kelly's out at, at Notre Dame. Chris Cuomo suspended indefinitely out of out of out at CNN. And Evander Kane, amongst his craziness, was released or sent down by the San Jose Sharks. So the NHL's intolerance for any kind of allegation, any kind of assault, is growing, and that's a good thing. Especially after what happened with the Blackhawks disaster. And on that Stanley Cup, I was trying to find the 2010 Blackhawks because obviously I want to see if that guy's name was still on the cup. The video specialist. I guess they name everybody on the cup. Kind of a lot of players and coaches and roster to put on there, but they fit it in. Oh, it was so beautiful to be next to. I got to just say that. But we'll be right back with more of Alex Garrett Knightley. We're not done yet. Not at all. Uh, A couple more minutes to go here on Alex Garrett Knightley, which you can catch normally on Kenny Dig Sports. But for now, that's under construction. So stay right here. We'll be back. So, he, he, here's some interesting tidbits. Um, as you may or may not know, I do roll a blade around New York City with just one leg. It's a fact. Check it out on Alex NYC one And I've had a weird few experiences, but today was the weirdest. Okay, I've got, I've got to let this loose because I've been telling a few of my friends. First of all, the LIRR, you know, Long Island Railroad. I'm taking it to Jamaica, Queens. And we're literally pulling into the station and the train collector, as we're pulling in, says, did you get a ticket yet? My jaw almost dropped on the floor. I was not expecting to be charged as we were hitting the platform. Of course, I couldn't really um, roll away because she was right there collecting the tickets. Yeah, I didn't get a ticket yet. So I pay the 525 as... (laughs) You know, I I gotta do this. I I gotta do this because, first of all, I love curb your enthusiasm. But this kind of segment um feels like curb your enthusiasm moment because it can it, it can only be uh that kind of feeling when I talk about this. Literally, who would? Like, who would, as the train's pulling into a station, still ask you for the, the 
the ticket. It does. That doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. I, I'm sorry. I, I gotta get this right because if I don't, if I don't get this on on point, I'm gonna really uh, ticked off. And this is kind of live podcasting as we go. It just hit me that these kind of stories need the curb theme, okay? They do. I'm not going to lie about them. They do. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'll be right back after this. So, okay, I'm going to have it a little lower in the room. But, yeah, as the train pulls in, I'm getting asked for the ticket. And then it gets weirder. Because as I'm rolling along the platform, a guy with a voice box, a voice box, asks me for money. And I heard him out a little bit. And it just was like, sorry, man, I don't have it. He kept pushing me. And his voice box. I'm sorry. It's just being asked money by a guy with a voice box felt very weird to me, okay? Is that a natural weird feeling or is that discriminatory? I don't know. It just felt odd. Also, the fact that when I was about, what, five or six, I hated, I absolutely hated hearing a voice box in the middle of an elevator. But it doesn't end there, and don't worry, the curb theme's not going anywhere because I, I, I got more to talk about here. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I really do. Because, um, there we go. Because then, after I go upstairs on the escalator, they're like, are you following me? Are you following me or are you asleep yet? Um, after I go upstairs, I'm rolling toward the elevator, and another woman says to me, oh, you know, I roller skated since I was six years old. I used to just when I was a kid. Oh, by the way, can I have $2? Again, jaw-dropping. Jaw-dropping that I, I just feel like it's unbelievable that someone with a disability seems to have it more together than people with two legs and are being asked to help people with... Maybe I'm sounding ableist. I don't know. It just sounded hilarious. And yes, Larry David, thank you for making this theme. Because I really felt I was in a Curb Your Enthusiasm Seinfeld kind of moment there. And it's been happening a little bit too much lately. And I'll tell you another story as I wait for Char to send me a segment to play. I do want to introduce you to Char. If you haven't heard her yet, I want to make sure that that happens tonight before I call it a night. But last year... Or a couple of years ago, Penn Station. Someone came up to me and asked me for money. And I was like, I don't know what I have. So I stupidly take out $15. I was only giving him five. The dude ripped the $15 right out of my hand. And do you know what I did? Because remember, Penn Station... Is shady, is it not? Leo knows. He's been around New York City. He lives in the city. But the guy, and I feel like playing curb, but I think I've overused it tonight. As I have the 15, he snatches it from my hand. And I think I said something because I was like debating. Is this guy armed? Is this guy not armed? Is he going to do something if I ask him for the $10 back? But I think I said, are you really going to do that to someone with one leg? I'm pretty sure I said that. And he looked at me. And for a moment, I felt that power of, yeah, I'm in control of these situations. And I hate pulling the disabled card. I really do. Because as someone actually said on the way last night, there's like, nothing to handicap about you. And, you know, I, I like that. 
But I also know people might sense I'm just, I don't want to call myself nice, but I do like to help when I feel like it's warranted. But not like that. So I asked him for the $10 back and he gave it back to me in the middle of Penn Station Starbucks. And so that's not the first time I've been hit up for money by people that are unfortunately less fortunate. And am I an easy target? Some might say yes, because I have a disability, yada, 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 because I have one leg, I should say. And because my energy is very like, yeah, I want to talk to you. I like talking to you. But I'm reading people better as I get older. And I think that's going to be the most important thing personally in this journey. I really do. By the way, you know we're not on Kennedy Sports if I'm going 49 minutes. Normally I like to keep my segments 30 to 35. That way the computer doesn't run me over to the next hour. But right now there's no fixed time and I'm just enjoying my time being with you, the listener out there, whoever might be listening. Here on Alex Garrett Podcasting, Alex Garrett Knightley. Normally heard this 10 to 11 on Kenny Dig Sports. Under construction right now, though. So here we are broadcasting on my on our own. And um, not minding it. And it keeps me feeling fresh. It keeps me feeling like I don't want to lose the rhythm. I want to keep that vibe going. But yes, don't It's 2022 almost. Don't be afraid to set up for yourself. Don't be afraid to say the word no. We've let people tell us no, we can't go outside. No, we can't eat inside. No, we can't do anything unless we're vaccinated. We've let people, government leaders say no you cannot. Which I think has caused the desperate to be more desperate to the point of asking someone with one leg, hey, can I have something, you know, some money? But it's in our own internal selves to say no. CNN finally said no to the Cuomo machine. And I'm proud of them for doing that. I really am. Like, it was about time, was it not? (laughs) Seriously, it was about time. And then you've got... uh, Kelly, I guess, unhappy with Notre Dame. Saying no to Notre Dame and its hardworking players. So, if we see people be that cold to a program that he's built up from the bottom again not to say we should be cold but we too should be looking out for ourselves because the people we say no to are also looking out for themselves and that's the difference that is what I've learned over the last few years and that's where I've become less naive or felt less naive anyway I know there's a lot of growing to do, but I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to build this podcast and this whole entity of Alex Garrett Podcasting into something. And it started with nothing. (laughs) Well, I shouldn't say that. It started with the seeds planted by the Hall of Famer Bob Wolf, by the Henry Viscardi School allowing... Our class to be at the Sports Night Gala. That's where that whole talking started. Then the Sportsmanship Tournament. And then Queens College. But the foundation's been there. It's just now that I have this whole entity. I rack my brain around it every day. What I want to do with it. And (laughs) I want to pitch it. 
I feel like it's finally a pitchable product. And I want to see it go maybe on Sirius. Or I want to see it go syndicated even more. And grow with Kenny Dig Sports for sure. And I'm talking about my aspirations really. Because I want to just tell you what's going on in the world. And my thoughts on it. But while I'm here. Might I just say yeah. I am ready to move this thing into high gear. To push these this entity of Alex Gear Podcasting into high gear. It's going to need a lot of help. It's going to need a lot of sweat, blood, and I hope not blood, but sweat and tears. And we're going to do it, baby. One way or another, this, this thing is going to keep going. And I'd like to believe Kenny Dig Sports will be along for the ride. And I'm just amped for the time being to just keep this going 10 to 11. It's a routine for me. So, I hope it's a routine for you to tune in right here, 10 to 11 p.m. every night. I know we went over a little bit, but I had to just, uh, how do I say... Relax for a minute. <laughs> That's what I had to do. And uh, thanks for letting me relax with you here on Alex Garrett Podcasting. I was hoping to get something to air from one of my colleagues on there, Shar, and the Midnight Marauder, which you can find on Instagram. But I'm starting to like not want to talk anymore because it's been a lot of brain power to do this for an hour. <laughs> but we've did it. And I say we because this is a journey, man. And uh, y'all out there listening, thank you. For sticking on this journey. I always love it. And I always love um, bringing you the latest and... Staying fired up about what the heck is going on in our world around us. Is it possible we're headed to another lockdown overall? I hope not. I really hope not. But just be vigilant. And be awake. Here on Alex Garanelli, that is my message. Be awake. For now... Have a great night. We will talk to you soon. Probably tomorrow night. And if Shark gets me that stuff, I will play it for you tomorrow night. I promise you that. In the meantime, follow Kenny Dig Sports at Kenny Dig Sports. On Twitter, follow Shar and her show at Midnight Marauder Radio. Shar Michelle is there. Uh, Midnight Marauder Radio. Uh, Big Boy Sports Show. That's another one you want to follow. Big Boy Sports Show. Yes. Uh, In the Huddle Sports Radio. You got to follow them too. I'm just giving up a whole bunch of handles because look. uh, I don't know when we're going to be back on there. Hopefully soon. But I I want you to know these guys. The Freddy System. The Freddy System. Check them out also. And uh, where, where's where's Jaws? I gotta find Jaws. Jaws of Life. Jaws underscore of underscore life 25. Another one of our great hosts. So we're all over the place. Join us. And join me every night. Alex Garrett Knightley. AG Knightley. 10 to 11 p.m. Whether here or there. <laughs> We'll be somewhere, I won't say everywhere, but we'll be somewhere 10 o'clock at night because I love this slot and I love getting to talk to you guys one-on-one or one-on-20, 25 listeners, maybe more, I don't know. But I know you guys are out there and I appreciate that and thanks for listening tonight. Have a great night and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow night.